do I look good, my dear? That was alright. Anyways. Uh, um, what should I say? Was that the start? No, I can't think of a way to start. So I guess I guess we'll just make that the start. Uh, yeah. So that that was my introduction. So uh, welcome, welcome back. Us? Welcome, welcome back to the House of Anubis podcast uh, with um with that splendid intro by me, Matthew of the Robros. I'm Maybe joined we... here. I, I'm I'm what what Mitchell? Maybe we should write an introduction next time. Okay. No. Well, look at you. Look at you taking <laughs> wow. charge. Maybe you should start doing the introductions instead of just before we start recording. Well, Thomas going, okay. Matthew, start start saying things. Okay, okay. Maybe maybe Uh-oh. I have, to have a long day. Maybe I've just I've been tired and mommy just needs her nap every once in a while. Okay, okay. Oh, Anyways, geez. I'm joined. She's I'm joined it. here. I'm joined here by 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 dictator Mitchell. And and that's me. Uh, little and Tinky Toes Thomas. That's Hi. him. I'm here. <laughs> um. So today we watched uh, episodes. Um. Well, uh, God, God damn it! What what episodes did five. we watch? What four and five? Four and five. We watched episodes four and five today. Uh, of House of Anubis. Another another successful. Another, we we survived two more episodes. That's all I can say. Um, but uh, hey, hey guys, before we before we start, I actually have two things I want to tell you. First, the first one is actually a question, and I think you guys know what it is. What are y'all drinking? I'm drinking some uh, leftover Sprite cranberry from last uh, last Christmas. Last Christmas. Bing bing. For, for me, it's another cherry limeade from Clear American. Right. Um, I don't have anything to drink. I uh, I have some milk, but that's pretty much it. So, uh, yeah. Well, actually, um, I think I know what the next thing you want to say is, and uh, I have a good uh thing about that. See, this Sprite Cranberry. Uh, just to give you an idea how old this is, you know, I had it last. We had it last Christmas, but today, today is uh actually Vice President's Day. Ah, is it? I know that. Yeah. Um, and huh. why that matters is actually happy birthday, today's, Kamala. Uh, today's yeah, president. Uh, <laughs> sure. Today's <laughs> president actually has to do with, uh, I believe. Well, I mean, kind of uh, has to do with this day in a way because they were a vice president. You wanna you wanna say who our president ranking is for today? Third worst. Coming in at uh, what number is this? Uh, how many presidents have we had? Uh, <laughs> this would be oh shoot, I don't because we're, we're not on forty six, aren't we? It, yeah, but we're not counting the most recent few, and I don't feel like doing the math on that. So I, I don't know if we're counting right Cleveland now. twice. So no, whatever. Okay, coming in at third worst, we have Andrew Johnson, former uh, vice president turned president. Um, famous for not being the best president, um, kind of ruining, uh, reconstruction after the civil war. Uh, his, the, the assassin during the Abraham Lincoln's assassination, uh, chickened out from assassinating Andrew Johnson. And so just killed Abraham Lincoln. 
So we were left with Andrew Johnson as president. Uh, some fun facts. Andrew Johnson uh, is the reason why the United States purchased Alaska. He, uh, I believe he uh, purchased Alaska to try to get the heat off of whatever whatever was going on in the South at the time. Some weird stuff or something about um, racism or something. Did he own and slaves? Andrew Johnson? No, no. Oh. Well, I mean, he's still in our so, bottom of our list because he was a racist. Yeah. And uh, um, another fact about this day uh, it has nothing to do with the president's. Uh, today is actually also VJ Day, the end of World mm-hmm. War II. Oh. Well, um, congratulations. Welcome back, soldiers from the war. Yeah. Congrats. Uh, yeah, congrats. I hope your wives didn't cheat on you. Oh, and a bit of well, explanation why today is Vice President's Day. It's today's Vice President's Day. Um, by the way, I'm learning all this because I heard it on the radio earlier today. <laughs> so I might be spouting complete nonsense here. Heard it um, on the radio. <laughs> uh, today is Vice President's Day because uh, today is the day that Richard Nixon resigned and Gerald Ford took office. Don't know why they chose this day as Vice President's Day. Then, when wow, we just any other days we lost a not so great president to get another not so great president. I'm sure Ford was okay. Where where do we rank him? Actually, no, don't spoil that. That that ruins everything. Yeah, good point. So, uh, where do we go from here? Oh, actually, um, so I I wanted to tell you guys a story that I was gonna tell you guys earlier. Okay. Um so I was at Walmart today and uh and I I saw this 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 woman, this girl, she's probably high school, maybe 13, uh early high school. Um she, and I saw her wearing cat ears, right? Um and I was like, "Okay, that makes sense." But then I looked down um and she has a she has a a tail. Oh. So, oh, no. uh, so that's what I saw at Walmart today. I mean, you do you and all that stuff, but um, I just found it a bit, a bit humorous. Ha, <laughs> bit humorous. Quirky for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Are you sure I, you didn't just see a cat in Walmart? Yeah, uh, hold on. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I was trying to tell you guys this story earlier when we went to go get burgers. Oh. Uh, we, w- we went to go get burgers, by the way. Um, and I forgot. So now I'm telling you guys on the podcast and wasting these people's time. Uh, these people who want to hear us talk about House of Anubis, which let me ask you guys, why in the world do you want to listen to three grown men talk about House of Anubis. Hey, I hey, mean, hey, 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 <laughs> hey, stop making them question their decision. This was a good no, choice. Yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. Welcome. Uh, hopefully you watched episode four and five because that is what we are talking about today. And if you're listening to this podcast first, uh, you dummy. There's no, two, no, no, no. There's two, no, there's two more in the series that you need to listen to first. So, so uh-huh. pause this podcast. And go to episode one 
uh, Help Me Joy, House of Anubis, Season 1, Episode 1, okay? And then we'll be here. We'll be waiting, okay? We'll, we'll wait for you because we care about you. So also before we get into this episode, I have some uh, podcast news. So as of uh, as of recording this, there are two episodes live, although one of them uh, is barely up live. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll have to repost it. We'll have to repost yeah, it. Yeah, we had we had a few issues with the SpongeBob the Musical uh, podcast episode. The primary reason is uh, we're idiots. Yeah. Probably should have just done Garfield like we said we would, but. Oh, well, uh, we did it. Uh, so if you like Spongebob or musicals or heck, Spongebob the musical, um, this episode will be great for you to listen to. So it'll be out way before this episode. So go listen to it again. We'll wait for you, dummy. We'll wait for you. And I don't I don't mean to call you dummy to be mean. I I uh, I care about all of you and I love you very much. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh, you're talking about the... Yeah. Not you, tinky toes. Hey, my toes aren't that tinky. So that let's... didn't make you sound much better. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's get raw. I'm sorry. It's not 2016. I really shouldn't be making Kimi start. <laughs> so anyways, uh, starting us off with yeah. uh, episode four of House of Anubis. Um, the first part of this episode is House of Discovery. Uh, yes. I'm sorry, wait, second episode the second episode really is called House So the first episode of episode four is House of Discovery and the second episode is House of Hyper. I still don't understand the whole naming scheme for the episodes. It's really weird. But anyways, so starting us off, uh it's just episode starts with Victor's he puts a black feather on the attic door to try to catch people going in to the attic. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, at, at breakfast, everyone's sitting around the table making fun of Victor for spraining his ankle. Including Mick, I should add. Mick was there. Those little gremlins just making fun of Victor. And uh, Victor uh, walks in. He tells everyone he's on to one of them snooping around the house. And he, he uh, there's this weird scene in there um, where, like, for some reason... Uh, they're like trying to pretend like that stair's always been loose. The stair step that he tripped on has always been loose. And so Even Fabian Trudy. was like, yeah. Fabian uh, is like, oh yeah, I, I trip on that all the time. Um, and then for some reason, Nina just says, yeah, I've never tripped on that before. Like, yeah, of course you haven't. You just got here. What? You don't need to say that. Anyways, that's just, that was just something on my mind. I, that's okay. Uh, this is a podcast. We're here to listen. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so um, in the bathroom, Mara is talking smack about Amber to Patricia and admits she likes Mick. So it's oh, proven no. uh, Mara's uh, just trying to steal Amber's boyfriend. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what more to say about that. Uh, Mara's just a horrible person. Um, she even goes and says Amber and Mick are a horrible couple and don't have anything in common. Now, keep in mind yeah. that statement because that, for some reason, is something they just keep bringing up over well, and over again in this well, episode. And wait, 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 wait. You know, when she said that, I had to think to myself, yeah, they do have something in common because they look 
identical. Like they look like they could be brother and sister, to be honest. Sure. Hope not. Oh oh man. Oh no. I I think uh, I'm gonna put all my chips down. Uh it's gonna be revealed that they're brother and sister. And I'm going to be so turned on when we learn that. Anyways, um, (laughs) Ember walks out from one of the stalls. Uh, Ember walks out from one of the stalls and is very sad and upset that Mara would say those things. Uh, Meanwhile, back at the uh, house of Anubis, Jerome still owes Alfie 20 bucks for promising to set him up with Amber. But Jerome tells Alfie to have patience. Now, now, what do you, what do you guys think this means? Is, is Jerome does Jerome mean just wait on the twenty bucks, or is Jerome does Jerome mean that he's going to try to set Alfie up again? Well, I think what? he's going to try to set Alfie up again. Uh you know, I thought he was just being a wise wise man, uh, telling Alfie to be patient, and good will come to those who wait. Hmm. Not the twenty bucks. No, he needs to give him 20 bucks, okay? Or else Alfie's going to get him whacked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, meanwhile, Patricia claims uh, she no longer hates Nina. She just distrusts her for the secrets and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It, because, of course... Um, That's nothing new. We, we can tell, by the way, Patricia talks about Nina in this scene that she definitely doesn't hate Nina anymore or anything. So anyways, she does what a uh, what a uh, person naturally would do if they no longer hated someone's guts and starts digging through Nina's stuff and then starts reading her diary out loud. Uh, she reads that Nina likes Fabian. Ooh. Did that come back later? Who knows? <laughs> of course that comes back later. <laughs> but you know what? He do be a bit of a geek chic, though. You know, in, in her own words. Yeah, he's very nice to her. <laughs> uh, so she also uh, reads that Nina called her the meanest person she ever met. And she gets mad after hearing this, even though <laughs> he was, in her, by her own admission, only nice to Nina once. She, she literally reads that line and says, oh, she's such a cow. <laughs> and she's also reading through her diary out loud so i mean there's also that anyways nina enters the room and completely uh doesn't notice that patricia was just reading her diary and she mentions uh the party that's about to happen between the the party's uh, already happening oh well yeah the, the party just started uh Amber and Mick's uh, back together party, which and is totally something wrong. that happens. <laughs> it's something that happens all the time, and nothing can yeah, ever happen go wrong. to me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the party, <laughs> Alfie <laughs> uses an epic pickup line. Vince, <clears throat> you bite. He's wearing a vampire costume, and he has he has like fake vampire. It, it's funnier if you see that. So just, just trust me. Um, sadly, uh, the women just, uh, they have no taste, and he's rejected. She slaps him. She, yeah. Did you hear that sound effect? I did. I, I thought... That was a, that was a slap. 
I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure it was. Sure it was. Where was I? Uh, so <laughs> good job, champ. <laughs> Thanks. Big apologize. Big apologizes to Mara for ruining her friendship with Amber because that's something you normally do to someone you're you're kind of cheating on your girlfriend with. Uh, <laughs> Mara does something very much not flirtatious at all. No, nope, not at all. And just, you know, hand feeds uh, make a chip, like, straight into his mouth. <laughs> don't you just... You, you don't just do that normally? No, no, I don't. Well... Oh. No, no. Uh, Amber walks in and confronts Mara for flirting with Mick, and also for what Mara said in the bathroom. And then Amber proposes switching rooms with Patricia so that Patricia and Mara are roommates, and Amber... And Nina are roommates. I mean, seems like a good solution to me. I don't know why I didn't think of this in the first place. It wasn't so much a proposition as it was just she said, "Yeah, this is gonna happen," and stormed off, and it just happened. Well, I don't. I Patricia mean, didn't Mar- get to say. Yeah, Mara looks really sad at this, but Mara and Amber throughout the show don't really get along, and Mara and Patricia are best friends. All so, I'm saying is. Patricia had no say in this. She just she got back from class and they're like, "All right, pack up your room and get out." Well, to be fair, uh, Patricia hates Nina and uh, just found out Nina hates her, and also she's best friends with Mara. So I don't think Patricia. No, would but be like, if you've this. had a long day and you come home and we just said, "Pack up your stuff and get out," how would yeah, you? Yeah, no, out? honestly, Patricia probably would have been out there getting mad at. Like, why Why do I have to be the one to leave my room? <laughs> First they get rid of Joy, and then they get rid of May. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> uh, Continue. So, um, Victor returns home and starts grumbling about kids these days or something. Just, you know, walks through the party and he's very much out of his element. Uh, meanwhile, throughout this whole, whole time at the party... Uh, Nina and Fabian uh, basically snuck away to the attic. How rude! Uh, Fabian and, and, and Nina accidentally disturb the feather while entering the attic, and Nina finds a brown box that she opens with the key she got under the stair step last episode. You know, the the one that she, uh, the one that caused Victor to hurt his leg or whatever. You remember, unless you skip that episode, which again, don't no go back, go back and listen go to back, it right back. now. I'll give you five seconds. And remember to subscribe and click the annotation. Sorry. What? Sorry. Uh, Tom, Tom is saying, uh, I'll wait five seconds. Reminds me of something that like Mystery Guitar Man would say in one of his videos. The annotation? All right, it's been over five seconds. You should be back by now after watching that episode. Yeah, welcome All right. back. Yeah, yeah welcome, welcome back, guys. Welcome back. All right, I hope you enjoyed that that podcast episode. All right. Yeah, so, it was personally uh, one of my favorites. They, they find a bunch of artifacts inside <laughs> the, the box. And uh, Fabian says that they should bring the stuff to his uncle, who's a prominent archaeologist, apparently. Which uh, I'm just going to say now, he doesn't really seem like it later on. But we'll get to that. Uh, Nina, at first, is all like, nuh-uh. But then is uh, like, okay... And while examining the attic loot later in her room, Nina's interrupted by Amber, who tells her they missed the cake, and also that she, you know, she is forcing Patricia out of the room and, like, moving in or whatever. 
uh, teen drama. And That's Victor... what this entire show is. You can't just dismiss that. <laughs> <laughs> Victor just suddenly appears behind them as they start walking back to the party to get cake. I mean, they just want cake, Victor. Leave them alone. Uh, and he, he sees the feather has dropped from the attic door and knows someone went into the attic. Thus is the end of the first half of episode four, House of Discovery. So, what you guys think of this first part? Uh, so, this show is really starting to lose me uh, as we <laughs> further further get into like the plot of you know the mystery of the House of Anubis, all the Egyptian stuff. It's really starting to lose me. Um, and I'll speak more on that for the next episode, episode five, because uh, that one really lost me. But um, the these episodes, I, I again, I really don't care what Nina and Fabian do. Um, so yeah, I don't know what to say. I uh, not not enough Jerome. That's all I'll say. See, I disagree. I think the next episode has a lot of good Jerome moments. I think Jerome really shines in the next episode. See, I'm the one here who actually cares about what's going on. And in episode five, I can talk about that, too. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, if you like House of Anubis, Mitchell will be your favorite brother. <laughs> <laughs> if you like the drama with Amber and Mick, I'll be the one for that. And All if, right, you like, <laughs> if you like uh, drinking yourself to blacking out while watching House of Anubis, <laughs> you'll like me. <laughs> uh, you're the only one here without a special drink. Yeah, I know. I wish I did. Uh, I'm thinking of going to get a glass of milk. Yeah, I will say, all of the cutting around they do can throw you off a little. That's spoilers for Sweet Life on Deck, but that's, uh... Yeah. Yeah, wait, hold on. Thomas, sorry to go off topic here, but, um, did you hit the part where, um, Mara's like, do you ever stop thinking about food? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, oh, well, I can't believe we've missed it. Oh my yeah, gosh. Go ahead. The line. Okay, so... When uh when Mara and Mick are talking, you know, and and flirting and stuff, um, and before Mara feeds Mick the chip, uh, yeah. non-flirtatiously, by the way, definitely no 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 sparks there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mara like like Mick's uh obviously thinking about food like usual, and and Mara just as a normal thing. Uh, you 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 never stop thinking about food, do you, or something like that? Am, am I right there? Yeah. Do you and, ever? And, yeah. And you can just, you know, when you hear that line, you just think of all the the many times we've seen Mick eat in this show. Oh wow, so so many times. Yeah, it, I mean it's uh, gluttonous. Yeah, Oof. just awful, just awful. I think we've honestly seen Mick fail more tests than he has eaten meals during the yeah. course of the show. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, but... no, he's not failed one test yet. Okay, but fair can, enough. We'll get back can, up to that later. But can, can you can you imagine if he was like eating the food and Mara instead of saying, "Do you ever stop eating?" She's she was like, "Do you ever stop failing tests?" 
<laughs> he's like, uh, the real question I she should have asked him is, do you ever eat? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is Mick's been with the group more in this episode than probably ever, ever in his life. And you know what? That's a little cheeky to me. Why? Why? I'm just no. a little thirsty, man. I'm just a little thirsty. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Thirsty. What? I'm I'm parched over here. I don't have a, a drink in hand. I just gotta say the word cheeky to get a drink. That's. Quick question, boys. Do we have any ice made in the good old Robros freezer? I think we do. Yeah. Uh, if not. Uh, I think there's a frozen pizza in there. You can harvest the pepperonis and use No, straight those up, ice. there is an ice tray with ice in it. First I always right. have at least one for work. I'm going to go put... Uh... Anyway... Yeah, uh, I can't believe well... Thomas just said the N-word. I would just like to issue a statement that what Matthew just said was a joke, and I did not say, in fact, the N-word. Thank you. Yeah, he's gonna try to cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) What? Hold hold Thomas to that. Please cancel Thomas on Twitter with the hashtag Thomas is a no go. Kick Thomas from the Robros. Well, good thing I don't have a Twitter account. Well, that's fine. You don't need to have a Twitter account. If we get 50,000 signatures, we'll kick Thomas out of the Robros. Okay, fine. You don't need me. If we get 50,000 signatures, then we'll kick Thomas out and get the actor that plays uh, Alfie to replace him. Yes. Yo, I'm signing. Where's the petition? I'm signing. Uh, Anyway, while he's getting his ice, should we continue? We're getting a little off topic. Oh, yeah. So, starting House of Hyper, (laughs) Fabian asks Nina to dance at the party. And Nina says, she's a bad dancer. That's not anything important to the plot. I just thought that's a good lore to keep in the back of our brains in case something comes up. But there's two modes with her. Is it because she's quirky or because she's an American? Yeah. Yeah, good point. Um, Half of her personality is that she's an American. And that will come up later at the end of this episode. I, I have some fun facts for all us Americans listening. And so uh, they're interrupted by my man Alfie running into the room with the giant taxidermy deer head on. He's just wearing a. Te- <laughs> Where does he get this? Where did he get this from? And uh, so he's just running around like with the deer head. Everyone's cheering him on, and then Victor just shows up out of no. What? What's that? That's the ice. Oh. <laughs> Victor shows up out of nowhere and tells everyone who doesn't live in Anubis' house to leave. Uh, which is good that that line's in there, because if it weren't, I definitely would have um, pointed out the fact that there are tons of people at that party who aren't mem- who don't live in the Anubis' house. Yeah, I didn't realize there were people there who weren't in Anubis' house. So when he told everybody who didn't live there to leave, I was just like... What? But they all live here. But how did you not realize that there are a ton of people there that we didn't recognize? Because I wasn't paying attention to their faces. All I could Ah. see was those girls who were standing face to face, just kind of vibrating and staring into the void. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, I think that might be be something to keep in mind for the future. I I don't know. Uh, 
<laughs> Anyways, or it might tells... just be the acting. Victor tells Alfie to take off the deer head, but Alfie can't. So I oh. guess Alfie's just a deer for the rest of the episode now. Are we, are we up to the rest deer of the show? Part? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I got I got my icy milk now. <laughs> Wait, ice in your milk? Okay, wh- whatever. I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Anyways, he t- he uh, he asks who took the attic key, but everyone uh, just doesn't say anything. Uh, so Victor drags Alfie off by the antlers <laughs> and uh, starts strangling Alfie in his office, trying to get uh, the head off. Um, whether that's Alfie's head or the deer's head, I I, I don't know. Um, uh, Nina sneaks in while this is uh, going on and drops the attic key in the doorway and then sneaks off. And Trudy enters the room with some soap to try to uh, not uh, kill Alfie and also get the head off. Um, but she, uh, she stumbles upon the key. And uh, meanwhile, back at the party, Nina tries convincing the other roommates to cover for her. And Fabian says, uh, after they were all like, no, 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 why would we do that? Fabian's like, no, no, you guys you guys made her steal the key. Uh, and uh, Victor returns. All the students claim innocence. And Nina admits she stole it. She just spent <laughs> all that time trying to convince the roommates to cover for her. And then she's just like, yeah, I stole it. Okay, yeah, fine, you got me. But then Fabian says he took it, actually. But then Nina's all like, no, I took it. And then Fabian's like, no, I did. And then Mick says, no, I actually took the key. And uh, then uh, I Am Radio Rebel starts up as they all claim to, uh, they too stole the key. Why Why do you keep quoting this as Radio Rebel instead of I Am Spartacus? Are, is, it, is, it, is it possibly because you're too young to remember Roman times? Uh, uh, it's called a, a, a joke. It's I don't get it. At the end of uh, Radio Rebel, uh, uh-huh. when when the principals like uh, uh, w- w- who here is Radio Rebel? Uh, the the main character is Radio Rebel is like I'm yeah. Radio Rebel, and, and then everyone in this giant auditorium is like, no, actually, I'm 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 Radio Rebel. And, no, yeah. I'm Dirty Dan. And yeah, that's it's it's uh what's called a, a meme, I believe. Radio, uh, radio. Re- Welcome back to the Radio Rebel podcast. Uh, the yes. Radio Rebel. Hey, uh, hey guys, qu- question: Do you guys? I want I want you guys to be quiet, and I want you guys to listen to this. Hold on. Okay. You ready yet? Wait, did you hear that? Yeah, no. I did. Hold on, let me do it again. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> That's impressive. I was doing that earlier, and I'm I'm wondering if it picked up. I, I can't wait to hear. Th- thank you, audience. As you as you can tell, I'm loving this episode. <laughs> um. So, anyways, everyone's uh, uh grounded, and Victor uh bumps into the now freed Alfie. Somehow, somehow he's freed. Ah, oh, darn. I was hoping he'd be a deer for the rest of the show. Yeah, me too. Like a, a little Midsummer's Night like kind of thing. Uh, th- then Victor uh, asks um, if Alfie stole the key, but Alfie, uh, the little weasel, says no. Uh, of course, I mean, he, he, uh, he, didn't, he didn't do the, the Radio Rebel thing, so. 
that's why he gets punished. Uh, obviously, that's the Victor hands Alfie a toothbrush and tells him to start cleaning the toilets. It's even always though... Alfie who gets the worst punishment, even yeah, when and, he did and he nothing. Was the only, and he was the only person who didn't say he did it as well. So, like, you would think of all people, he would be the one who wasn't punished. Uh, but he was punished the most. And uh, then the, apparently they spend the weekend grounded. You don't really get that from watching the episode. I, I don't. I, I thought it was a bit weird that the grounded thing never actually happened. But I guess they did spend the weekend grounded. Uh, Fabian and Nina. one weekend. <laughs> Fabian and Nina go to his uncle Aid's shop. His and uncle what? Aid. <laughs> Uncle Aid. <laughs> <laughs> His uncle's AIDS shop. <laughs> it's it's just a whole bunch of used needles and <laughs> His uncle thinks the two of them are dating, which takes on a whole nother meaning uh, now that uh You think uh, that's the... gonna come up again later? <laughs> no. Uh, he invites the two of them to the back of his shop for some bubble and squeak and artifact examining. And for all you Americans out there, bubble and squeak is a British di- a dish made from cooked potatoes and cabbage mixed together and fried. The food writer, Howard Hillman, classes it as one of the greatest peasant dishes of the world. The dish wow. has been known since at least the 18th century, and in its early versions, it contained cooked beef. By the mid-20th century, the two vegetables have become the principal ingredients. The British wow. sure like their cabbage. Yo, you remember, you remember? You remember in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory <laughs> when they have cabbage soup? I'm pretty Every sure that night for dinner. Yeah, that's just like boiled water and cabbage thrown in it. <laughs> it's just boiled cabbage. Hey, how about how about you? If we get, uh, I don't know how we gauge this, but if we get, I don't know enough listeners, uh, we should uh, eat some cabbage soup. No, no, bubble and squeak. We need to make bubble, bubble and, squeak. and squeak. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, how about 100 listeners? Okay. Yeah, okay. You, you I like cabbage and potato. If you're, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, listen to it more. <laughs> <laughs> you need to listen harder, folks. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Oh yeah, also um uh uh 100 more followers on uh Forever Kings. Yeah, yeah. oh right. Yeah, please please follow Forever Kings on Roblox and give me Robux. Uh how many Speaking how many of... followers do you have? I I don't know. Uh let me uh let me do some research. You continue on with this episode okay. while I while I look and I'll reveal that at the end. Uncle Aid says the tubes our, our recordings for phonograms, and Nina remembers there's a phonogram in the attic. Meanwhile, Amber asks Mick if they have more in common than him and Mara. Uh, Mick says, of course, of course they do. Uh, like and dating attractive like, people. Yeah, yeah, like dating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Amber walks past Mara and ignores her, prompting Mara to ask what her deal is. Meanwhile, Patricia overhears the police sergeant and Victor talking about covering up Joy's disappearance, and and uh, they say Joy is buried. End of story. And Patricia is mortified because obviously Joy must be dead. 
which I mean, I guess she is obviously by that that line. I don't know why they would say that if Joy weren't dead, right? It's like they they want to freak out Patricia listening or something. Well, now Joy being in the opening credits just bums me out. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of strange if she's dead. Yeah. Uh. Speaking of Robux, though, we see Sergeant <laughs> Robux. Yeah, yeah, his name's Sergeant <laughs> Robux. Uh, and uh, to Sergeant Robux, Victor mentions organizing a future meeting for an organization. So, uh, what, what what do you guys think that is about? The KKK. Yeah, and I I, I think it has something to to do with uh, something that happens next episode. That I mean, Alfie doesn't want to mention, even though he saw. Do, uh, you know, one of the things that Sergeant Roebuck says to Victor is he asks him if he actually thinks that the betrayer is going to return again. I think that's an important line to throw in for the mystery. Oh, I, I completely missed that. Thanks, um, boy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who who would have thought? I guess you needed somebody to care about what's going on. <laughs> I do have a, a few things I have written down. Um, so, Uncle Aid's business is going under. That's a good thing to know. The uh, I believe. Uh, how how, do, how is Damn he described? Damn, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so Fabian says that his uncle's a prominent archaeologist, but Uncle Aid like works in a thrift shop or whatever that, or not a thrift. Uh, what antique. is it? Um, antique. Antique shop. There we go. Uh, that's going under. Not not quite. Not quite what. Uh, Fabian make made it out to be. Well, he hasn't also, visited him more than a few times in five years. Maybe he just doesn't know. Also, uh, Matthew, I believe during the episode you were like, "Oh, I have something I just noticed, but I don't want to say it, and uh, I don't feel <laughs> like writing it down. So I hope I don't forget oh. it." But what? Oh, that was just about Mick and Amber looking like siblings. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> sweet home oh. Alabama. Also, there's a poster in the background that's advertising the the school's hockey team. Yeah, they've got I, a hockey I don't, team. It looked like it might be ice hockey, but I guess it could have been field hockey. But I didn't realize they had ice hockey in the UK. But then again, it, again, it could be field hockey for all I know. Couldn't really tell by the poster. What and uh, finally, my, my last note after this episode is uh, Uncle Aid tells a Fabian and uh, Nina, I forgot her name for a second there, that they have so much uh, in common after Nina mentions, or after Fabian mentions Nina's uh, parents are dead. Oh. <laughs> That's a... <laughs> what a... What a fun <laughs> uncle you have there, Fabian. <laughs> it should also be noted that uh, Uncle Aids here is uh very interested in one of the things they got out of that uh that box in the attic. It's a little hexagonal puzzle box. He really wants to keep it to study it. Well, I didn't uh, even notice. Yeah, I, I don't care. Uh I also forgot to mention <laughs> earlier Alfie was was being very cheeky when he was wearing that deer head. It was an elk. That's true. That that an elk head. Elk are uh, basically know. deer. Yeah, they're male deer. Okay, no, I, you don't. <laughs> no, that's a. 
<laughs> uh, anyways, uh, before I anger more hunters, that, that was a that was a joke. If your uh, name is Hunter, quit being mad. Is that possible? <laughs> whoa, 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 guys. Stop alienating people with the name of Hunter. I knew someone named Hunter. I know uh, who you're talking about. We the same person. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm talking about... Okay, I was talking about a different Hunter, but I, now I know who you guys are thinking about. I knew two people named Hunter. And if they're listening to this... um. Hi. Together, presumably. <laughs> Together, the two hunters. Yeah. That's what they were always known as. The two hunters, best friends forever. Just huh. kidding. I don't know if they know each other, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so I guess this is where I take it. If yep. you, yeah, yeah. I want to hear. You, I want to hear your uh, soothing voice. Right. So as ah, the, right. All right. Yes. Oh, I'd also I'd also like to add that um, Mitchell and Thomas did not let me uh, do a summary for any of these episodes for very good reason. Uh, so you won't be hearing me do it again. <laughs> All right. So episode five, part one, House of Cheats. Wait until next episode where I make him do all of them. <laughs> okay. Right, so, so episode five, part one, House of Cheats. So anyways, Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go go ahead. So episode five, House of Cheats. Uh, it begins with Patricia entering her room and just having mm, a set of flashback to the conversation we saw at the end of the last video. And then assuming that Joy is buried means that Joy is dead. She frantically calls her parents, asking to be removed from the school. They but, killed Joy! They killed Joy! But the funny the funny part of that is, her parents assume she's just looking for attention. <laughs> <laughs> she specifically says, no, this isn't another call for attention. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds about right. <laughs> Damn, no chill. No chill. <laughs> Alright. Well, while she's doing that, the rest of the class is taking a French exam, which Mick is very visibly struggling with. Um, and then question. we... Okay. Quick question about this exam. If, if all the audio tapes are playing at the same exact time, at the same speed, and they aren't allowed to go back, why are they all wearing separate headphones for this French exam? Uh, probably because it makes it easier to hear instead of coming from a speaker at the front of the room. Yeah, but it I says be so. quiet. It says be quiet at the front of the room. Yeah, because if you're talking, you know, it could interfere. I... Fire truck. Anyways. <laughs> All Sorry, right. Fire truck going by. So the camera pans over to Mara, who's filling out her exam, and you know she's going to do well. And then she pulls out a second exam. And you know what she does? She writes Mick's name right on the top. Mick Campbell. And you know what? I hate Mara. Yeah. <laughs> At uh, the end she's, of... Oh. She's obviously being a sly little you-know-what. Backstabber. <laughs> well, at the end of the exam, 
She uh, takes Mick's exam off the table, replaces it with hers, and throws his in the trash can, still inside of the classroom, with the teacher right there. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think about that. (laughs) But you know who also, well, the teacher didn't see, but you know who did see? Jerome. Oh, I, I was my about, boy. I was about to guess someone else, but Jerome, yeah, Jerome. goes dumpster diving and pulls out that little sheet of paper. Then the teacher still doesn't see Jerome doing yep. this. <laughs> yeah. Well, as Mars walking away from the room, Patricia pulls her into the bathroom to talk about the conversation she overheard between Sergeant Roebuck and Victor. Mara is a little hesitant about the whole Joy is dead situation, and Patricia storms off angry. you think that would be the end of the scene and we cut to something else, but surprise! From the next stall over, in the women's room, comes Jerome. <laughs> and what do you think he has in his hands? Uh, Jerome? <laughs> oh... No, the exam. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it's little Jerome. Um, well, he I confronts mean, I... Mara about the cheating and forces her to do his chores, his and Alfie's chores. So, or else he's it... going to go public about not only her cheating, but Patricia thinking that Joy is dead. So is it, um, is it normal for Jerome to just hang out in the woman's restroom? In the stall, and is it is it normal for both uh, Mara and Patricia to be hanging out in the stall? Just talking. I just want to know how long Jerome was there. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's his normal afternoon activity. Imagine if you're one of the girls and you really need to pee, so you go to the bathroom, but the stalls are taken, so you're waiting, and then it, you're waiting, but it's because there's a boy in there, like eavesdropping on the girls like yeah imagine if you look on them you look under the stall and it's just a pair of tims that you see looking back at you and it's like "Ah, okay did anybody how it is did anybody notice jerome going in or out of the girls bathroom no i think they're all used to it (laughs) ah jerome you little goofball you I'm sure that's exactly what they would say. Um, I have uh, in my notes, I just have the phrase Amber not very based. Does anyone remember what that was about? It's because Ah. she was saying that the French Mick was afraid he'd fail his French exam, and Amber was like, why do we need to know how to speak French anyway? If everybody just spoke English, everything would be so much easier. (laughs) Spoken like a true American. Yeah, that's pretty American of Amber. Well, to be fair, it's also very English. They yeah, tried their yeah. best. I, I guess if you replace the word French with Spanish in there, it would be the most American thing. But since it's French, it's British. 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 All right. Anyway, later on, Fabian is coming back into Anubis' house with a massive pile of books, and he tries to shut the door with his foot, which clearly isn't going to work. But he tries it anyway, and he falls over. And you know what happens when he falls over? He hurts himself. Yeah, that, and he notices that the stairs 
Like the the rails on the stairs are carved into the shape of the eye of Horus. No. What? I definitely didn't notice that the first episode. And it's mm, wow. When he goes to tell Nina about this, she's also surprised. Come on, I thought this was just a quirky design choice with the location with the with the set. I I didn't realize this was going to be a plot point. <laughs> No, they're yeah. just kind of giving it to them now. <laughs> and this is important because obviously it's the same as her uh, pendant. And also the House of Anubis logo. Yeah. Wow. The House of Anubis logo is the Eye of Horus. Yeah, wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> but anyway, he also tells her about how he's been researching the Frobisher Smiths and their interest in Egyptian mythology. Wait, and he learned wh- why the house was named Anubis. I told you the original people who founded the house were interested in Egyptian mythology. No, no what, what are their names? The Frobisher Smythes. Frobisher? Yeah. Oh, look at this scholar over here, huh? I don't even remember why it was named Anubis, but it that happened in the episode. Um, I'm uh, embarrassed to say. <laughs> I'm I'm just pointing out Frobisher because uh well uh it's uh, very obviously a funny name and uh, has no other meaning to me at all. Okay. Okay. It's, it's also the name of a penguin. Yes, Doctor Who. Thank you. Ha ha ha. All right. So <laughs> Nina and Fabian. <laughs> this is the part where Matthew tunes out. But they return to the attic to listen to the cylinder again, and Fabian's done something. <laughs> he's like slowed it down or sped it up or something but this time it actually plays a voice and we hear a little girl talking about wait no cut this Thomas cut this you were yeah you were way off sorry it was all in the same paragraph because I'm stupid alright so they go up to the attic together to listen to the cylinder but when they place it in the phonograph all they hear is a loud screeching sound they decide that that cylinder's empty and try the other one, and they wind it faster, which makes another loud, long screeching noise. And they don't know how to turn it off, so Nina pulls off the cone, and which, the sound just stops. Yeah, which I don't know if, how many of you know how Edison like cylinders or any of that stuff works, but that that horn just amplifies the sound it doesn't produce the sound so the fact that then there is no sound after they pulled the the little horn off it doesn't really make any sense uh, it's an american invention so what do they what do they know well, yeah. well wait nina should have known <laughs> nina uh, this nina. was your one time to show off your skills as an american nina well, uh, I would uh, like to point out. Uh, well, I never mind, never mind, never mind. All right. Well, then, at the same time, Jerome and Alfie are pulling a prank on Patricia by inviting her to a séance. Alfie tries to play the part of Joy, getting upset with Patricia for trying to contact her, but Patricia is not convinced. Alfie's now, a little. Yeah, uh, oh. uh, he's a little much. He's a little cheeky. Now, what's really creepy is in the middle of their faux seance, 
they hear a very loud screeching noise from the attic. Uh, now, now I remember what I was going to say. That screeching noise, I don't know if it's just me, but it sounds like it could just be the sound of a crow. Because don't crows Maybe. make noises like that? I, I, well, okay, the, the one that's, like, all throughout the house is, like, I, 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 I don't know about that one. But, like, at first, I'm pretty sure it's just a crow, right? I only know the sound that crows make, uh, like, in, what is it, Dumbo, when there's <laughs> something, like, racist about them? or <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because there's, uh, there's a crow in Dumbo, and his name is, uh, <clears throat> get this, Jim Crow. <laughs> So, uh, believe it or not, he was the protagonist different times. I don't think uh, he was. (laughs) I guess that's a plot house of Anubis for not naming their uh crow uh Jim. Yeah, Orbier, they went French. All right, so uh, what happens next? All right, the next part. Uh, Jerome and Alfie just start laughing because they think they've truly convinced her that Joy is dead. And then Patricia makes fun of the two of them for thinking that Joy is dead. Remember that. As she storms out, she has to hide from Victor, who's going to investigate the screeching. Upstairs, Nina and Fabian are hiding in the secret room while Victor searches the attic. Nina is cold, so Fabian removes his jacket like a true gentleman. Could this be foreshadowing? Who knows? I, I think the scene where Patricia's trying to sneak away from Victor was was very unnecessary. It didn't really, yeah. like, none of that came up at all. It was just kind of a scene that happened and I quickly forgot about it. It, it seems That's very That's why I only got one... Uh... One but sentence. then again, I think all the scenes with uh, Nina and uh, Fabian are quite unnecessary, so... They're the entire plot. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. You, you gotta realize, there's my man Jerome, and there's Amber, and that, and there's Alfie. Okay. Well, Matthew, do you have any uh, feelings? Other than regret? Uh, uh, other than regret? Yeah. Uh, then no. Nice. So do we want to get started on part two? Part four? Yeah. Yeah. After searching the attic, Victor returns to his office and confers with Corbier about somebody sneaking into the attic. He doesn't know who it is, but he just knows there's somebody. Using this opportunity, Nina and Fabian take the chance to sneak out. And in front of Nina's bedroom door, they make a comment about how they can't believe they made it out of that situation. Now, when Nina enters her room, Amber is waiting on the other side and starts to ask what they got away with. Amber thinks that Nina and Fabian... (laughs) Nina came back breathing hard from a late-night excursion with Fabian, talking about how they can't believe they got away with that, so clearly they were on a secret date. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and uh, Nina, you know, fa- there was that scene where Fabian started taking off some clothes near Nina. Yeah. 
Nina doesn't know what else to say, so she just lets Amber go on believing that. And Amber promises not to tell anybody until the next scene where Mick is teasing Fabian about his secret relationship with Nina. And then we get the uh, TV trope where he tries to confront Nina about his feelings, and she says, oh, that would be ridiculous. And they go, oh, and they go, oh, and they walk away, you know? All very sad. F. Um, uh, there's something I'd like to point out with this episode as well, just just before we continue. Um, throughout the episode, Jerome's hair just keeps getting worse and worse. Which is so depressing, because that's uh, some of the best parts of uh, the whole show, is his hair. But Maybe it, just... it means something. Like Dark character arc? Is he... Perhaps. Depressed? Oh... Wow, I guess people are just going to have to tune in to more episodes to find out what's going on with Jerome. Well, I I, I think we'll hear about a bit about it more later this episode, but yeah, 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 yeah. So don't tune don't don't tune out the episode yet. No. Right. Well, while doing a rather weird assignment where they had to tell each other that they like they partnered off and said they love each other to each other in different ways. <laughs> I, uh, I love the Fabian and Mick in the background throughout this whole scene yeah. as they they're like um the teacher's like okay everyone get into pairs and in the background you can see Fabian and Mick got into a pair and as soon as he's like you have to you can only use the words I love you. <laughs> just the, the the actors they do good in that scene. I it, it's good. It's good. But there's another thing to be noticed. Patricia sees a strange man standing outside the window staring at her. And despite Alfie being right there at the window with her, nobody in the class notices him. But After what class. If, oh, what? What if Alfie did notice him, but didn't oh. want to say because Alfie knew what he was? Alfie's in on it. <laughs> Matthew, you want you wanna you wanna give your, your thoughts on that? What did what did Alfie see? What did Alfie think he saw? Wait, what did Alfie see? Wait, what What happened in the scene again? <laughs> <laughs> Strange man outside the window. No, I'm not. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to go into what I thought Alfie saw. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or not. No, I. <laughs> well, well, in that case, after class, Patricia goes to Mr. Winkler with her theory that the teachers and the police are covering up Joy's death, which she suddenly believes in again. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you know how it is. Yeah. Grief is, a, grief yeah. is a, a drug. Wait, his name's a drug. Mr. Winkler? Yeah, his name's Jason first Winkler. Name, first name Henry? Yeah. Henry Winkler played the Fonz in the hit show Happy Days. He also played himself in House of Anubis. No, he didn't. Uh, he's also executive producer of MacGyver. I think. Don't quote me on that. Don't quote me yeah. on anything I say. Quote him on it. In this podcast. Quote him on like it. Put it in your yearbook. If there's anything that could get me canceled, it's this podcast. True. But Not that's me. for uh, when I called uh, Alfie. <laughs> no, 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 never mind, never mind. <laughs> Woo! All right, so our next scene takes place in the women's bathroom, where Nina obviously goes to just casually check out her hexagonal puzzle. Is Jerome in there? 
No, this time it's Amber who leans over the stall and takes a picture of her. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, what's the purpose of the picture? Like, what, what's, she, what's she gonna do with it? She's going to tell Mr. Sweet that Nina's doing something weird and she doesn't know what it is. <laughs> I, I mean, Winkler. Uh, uh, oh no, wait, no, sorry, Mr. Mr. Sweet. Nina's I, playing with some weird toys in the bathroom. Oh, oh geez, no, Amber! I don't want to see this photo. I, I like to think that I'd like to think that Amber um, didn't actually know it was Nina in there and was just gonna take a photo anyways of whoever it was. And when she saw she it, thought it, was it was Jerome. When she saw it was Nina, she was just like, oh, "I guess I'll also confront her while I'm at it." Ka-ching! Well, Nina is so shocked, she doesn't know what to tell her. She can't just say, yeah, this is this cool thing that I bought. I just thought it looked nice. I'm looking at it. No, she tells her the truth about the whole secret of Anubis' house. Yeah. Later that night, Nina and Fabian sneak back up into the attic to listen to the tapes again. But Amber follows them, and she doesn't come alone. She doesn't bring any other people, but she does bring a garlic necklace, two more garlic necklaces around one hand, and her lucky heels. Yeah. And as the Bible says, you can never always be prepared. Yeah. (laughs) Well, the three of them listen to the cylinders again, and they hear a young girl talking about how her parents are going away to Egypt again. And she's scared to be alone with him. This scares Amber, who tries to run, but knocks over a lamp, which breaks on the floor. Victor is immediately alerted and comes to check out the situation. But Amber manages to distract him by making a late night run for the fridge. And you know what? Uh, This goes back to a big thing about last episode, which was the big question of, what do Amber and Mick have in common? And I think this scene finally shows what they have in common. Food. They both love food. Alright, Nina is pretty happy and confident that they can trust Amber after this diversion works. Even though she was threatening them earlier and nearly gave them away. But whatever. She did the right thing in the end. But later that night, Patricia is dreaming... And she's in a white, like, lacy dress. Not lace, that's the wrong word. Oof. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like a big, long silk dress. Like Victorian like style. Like a wedding gown? No, not a wedding gown. No, she's not getting married. <laughs> but she's dreaming about herself calling for joy, and all the doors are opening in front of her as she's coming down the stairs. And then she wakes up from her nightmare to see that man from the window standing in her doorway and he walks away as she screams for help and the episode fades to black i have a bit of a i I have a bit of a theory with this guy because i don't know if is it just me does this dude kind of look like jerome's jerome's dad so like maybe jerome's dad yeah which would would, it would kind of fit with um uh, Patricia's parents being all like, no, 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 you, you're just making up for attention. Maybe the parents are in on it. Except Whoa. for uh, Nina's and Fabian's who are dead. Yeah. Yeah. 
But they, that's just what if Jerome's dad is the only one who's not in on it, and he's trying to keep an eye on her because he knows she's on the case too. Okay, weird way of doing it. No, what were you trying to say, Matthew? Uh, I was just gonna say I thought the guy looked like James McAvoy. Maybe it was him. Has anyone bothered looking it up? No. No. I don't want to spoil House of Anubis for myself. Are you kidding me? Uh, for as little as he's actually, you know, crypt by the plot, he doesn't want spoilers. Yeah. Well, so so here's the thing with the episode. That 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 was the end of the episode, right? Yeah, that was it. Um. So like, this episode especially. And I don't, I don't know. I, I just spaced out a lot, and uh, and like to po- a point where I didn't realize what was going on in the episode, like the whole test debacle with Mara and Mick. I, I didn't understand what was going on. I totally missed that she was like she pulled out another test. Um. Ah. Like I didn't know that was what what happened what 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 happened until you explained that, and like that may be my bad for spacing out there, but like this was meant for kids where like <laughs> all they do is space out. I feel like the flow of the show could have been a lot better for people with attention spans like me. Well, part of the problem with this show is they cut from scene to scene yeah. not but like it's not just scene to scene like it's something completely different yeah yeah and and it, we we tried really hard in this episode especially to try to um get the scenes together that are like similar yeah. so it's not just cutting between like the middle of a scene to a different scene and then back to that scene and then to the back to the other scene just back and forth in a weird confusing horribly paced way we're trying to make it a bit better. Yeah, it it doesn't help that most of the main characters don't know what's going on in the A plot, I guess is what you could call it. It, yeah. it like we finally have Amber in. So now there's three people in on the A plot that is House of Anubis, but there's still like three, four other ones that are just having whole other plot points that don't matter, and I care more about theirs than the main plot. So it's it's really rough, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So um, I did a bit of research on the actor who plays that random guy in the window. Um, the actor's name is Roger Barclay. Uh, okay. He was is he related of- to Charles Barclay by any chance? Uh, I don't know, uh, but he was in the 1995 uh, show *Pride and Prejudice* as Captain oh. Carter. Oh, in the miniseries. Yeah, uh, he was in *Rosemary and Time*. Uh, *Torchwood*. Oh, uh, okay. yeah. Um, he uh, was in *Johnny English Reborn*. Yeah, oh, with a little Mr. Bean in there. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of stuff. I, I mean, I'm. I guess I'm just uncultured, uh, and I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Those are the, just the stuff that that stuck out to me. Okay. 
Okay. Overall, I'm starting to get a little more invested in the main plot. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's not like the most gripping thing I've ever seen, but it it interests me. I want to know where it's going. I think I've made it pretty clear. Um, I only care about Amber, Alfie, and uh, Jerome, and a little bit about Mick. Uh, the rest of the characters, uh, not so much. <laughs> yeah, Joy, Joy could be dead and dismembered and being put in someone's fridge to be uh, devoured here in the next couple couple of the days and i would not care at all like patricia just needs to shut up maybe they need to take care of patricia next uh yeah i'm so so sick about of hearing about joy right so um and and then they could you know you know what they could replace patricia with a hedgehog yeah what what yeah what are your guys' thoughts on um all the 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 love triangles going on, or I guess just the love plots. We got Fabian and Nina. We have Amber, Mick, uh, Alfie, or or there's Amber, Mick, Mara. Like personally, the, oh, oh, personally, no, no, I'm no. kind of hoping that uh, Mara succeeds in a way, so that Alfie and Amber, you know. Uh. Uh, that's so a, that that's Jerome quite can get his twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I'm hoping is we find out Mick and Amber are in fact siblings. They go, ew. Um, I guess let's do one last goodbye kiss, and then they kiss, <laughs> and, then that, and then that's that. Um, and, and then and then Amber goes straight to Alfie, and Mara, on her on her way to go with Mick, gets in a car accident, oh. and, <laughs> and they never and they never get together. She doesn't die, but you like he, but like she, he just doesn't want to be with anyone that's like in the <laughs> hospital. That's a little gross. <laughs> and, and and then I think the final scene of the show could be uh. Uh, Alfie handing Jerome the twenty bucks. Well, I mean, um, yeah. and then we never address whatever happens to Fabian and Nina. Personally, yeah. I'm a little worried that Fabian and Nina are going to be a will they, won't they for the first two seasons. Oh yeah, you know, you know they're going to be a will yeah. they, won't they at least for season one. And it, I yeah. mean, just going off of TV show stuff. I mean, uh, I can see them like getting together in the finale. That's se- of season finale. Yeah, I just that, don't like the will they, won't they. I mean, I like okay, a little but, bit of build up, but when you take it too far, it's like we all know what you're trying to do. A uh, spoilers for Sweet Life on Deck, but that's uh, that's what happens with Cody and uh, Bailey. Is it's a will they, won't they for season one, and then season two they're dating. So I have a feeling it's going to be the same thing here. Personally, I don't think Mara and Mick have anything in common. What do you? What do you mean? Oh, oh, Mara, Mara. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. no, Mara and Mick. <laughs> they spend so much time focusing on Amber and Mick have nothing in common. Um, when Mara and Mick are literally like exact opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like Mick, Mick over here, he ain't such a good guy with the girls. You know, he's kind of being a little, 
a, a little bit of a man whore, dare I say. He's also not the smartest no, out there. Like, everything that happened at first with Mara and Hamper, he didn't even realize what was going on. <laughs> and uh, might I point out in this, the I love you scene, uh, you know, where it, it, in the drama class, you know, where something happens with the window with Patricia and Alfie, I don't uh, Ver wants the scene with Alfie. I don't really. It, it's Alfie's not the thing I care about here. Uh, it's Fabian and Mick. You know, I I felt some chemistry there. I, I felt I felt some sparks flying. Uh, no, Fabian's gonna get with Nina. Uh, it yeah. might take twenty years, but they're gonna do it. <laughs> uh, hey, should we mention that Fabian's been here for five years? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Um, man, his parents were just like, "Oh God, no!" <laughs> How old are they? Have they said? I don't know. I mean, they're like in high school, aren't they? Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll just assume fifteen, sixteen. So, are there like, what, what do they call it? Like, what are the different grades called in the UK? I don't um, know. Something there's like primary, primary school, school and like secondary, secondary school. Okay, so do they have like um, primary school people um, in House of Anubis, like m- well, middle school for us, or has Fabian well, no, been there for um, five I, years I because he got held back? I, I don't. I think primary and secondary, are like elementary school. I don't know. And no, secondary school. is high school. Um, is it? And and then well, it's weird because, because their high university. school isn't the same. Well, yeah, they have college at like sixteen, right? The age of sixteen, they go to college, and then at eighteen, they go to university or something. I don't know. I never it, never heard weird. that before. The UK know. is I know, weird. I know secondary education in the U.S. at least is um, seventh grade, so junior high, beginning of junior high to twelfth um, grade. So that's secondary here in the U.S. But I don't know about the U.K. Too bad we don't have okay. the internet at our fingertips. Um, so generally, uh, primary school is like 5 to 11. Um, secondary school is 11 to 16. Okay, uh, okay, cool. So do they have any middle schoolers there? Or is FS Fabian just like gotten held back? I, I don't know, because that photo that they showed in like, the second episode or something like that. It didn't look like there were any uh, junior high kids. They well, all looked the same age. Were you guys listening to me? He's He started at like 11 and he's probably 16 now, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I'm just saying, I don't, I don't, I haven't seen any uh, inkling of anyone uh, below the age of, let's just say, 14. Yeah. What if what if House of Anubis only accepts people of the current age of whatever age they set, and they're just a very weird school? And okay, House of I don't know. The UK uh, is uh, such a dystopian. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just want to know: Is Fabian not say. actually as smart as he seems? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's he he been there for a, a what, long time. Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, sorry, Brad Kavanaugh. Uh, you can see where I got it confused. Um, he uh, 
he recorded three music videos for Disney Channel UK. Huh. Oh. He appeared in behind-the-scenes feature for Up, A Christmas Carol, and Hannah Montana, the movie. Oh, good God. It's all about the slime, my dudes. Wait, filmography. He was in Billy Elliot, the musical. Whoa, I have that. He played Michael. Michael? Whoa. He was in the Disney Channel games. What? He was? Yeah. But the Yo. weird thing is, I his only like things on the Disney Channel were songs, I I or music videos or whatever. I don't think he really did many Disney Channel things. Dude, <laughs> I remember I remember at least Mitchell and I sitting down and watching the Disney Channel games, uh, like. I don't remember how frequent they were. Weekly or something like that. But um I I remember specifically there was one where like Dylan and Cole Sprouse were late because they had to like push their limo or whatever. And I was like, darn, that's why I'm watching this. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, boo hoo. The limo you, broke down. Did you did you watch uh this with us? The Disney Channel games? Yeah. No, I don't think I did. I think I might have been too young. What this says <laughs> yeah. it was like two thousand eight? What? I I would have been like pooping my diapers at that time. I Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I was pants. definitely too yeah, old I mean, for diapers. We uh, we haven't even said um I we haven't still even wear diapers. We haven't <laughs> yes. even stated here uh our order of ages, like who's oldest to youngest. I think I, it's quite obvious that I'm definitely the oldest, yep. Yeah, Thomas is the oldest. Yeah. Mitchell's not really one of our brothers. Yeah. And I am uh, Thomas's father. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Huh? No. You didn't know? Have you ever wondered why there was such a big age gap? I didn't really think three years was that big of an age gap. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, but compared to me and Matthew. True. Mitchell and I are very close in age. Isn't it like 13 months? Yes, we are yeah. 13 months apart. And like a week. And no, not and a week. Yeah. Yeah, and Thomas is my nephew. Uh, half a week. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so um, any any other final final thoughts for this for this episode? No, not not really. I can't. I really. Um, well, then should I'm we? Uh, oh, oh. Um, you 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 were looking up something earlier. I can't remember. Oh, uh, how many followers do you have on Forever Keep? Okay, guys, so I really need you guys to follow me on Forever Kings because Forever Kings only has five friends right now. But what about right, followers? So, so if we can get 100 uh, views on this podcast, or listens on this podcast episode, or 105 followers on uh, Forever Kings, we will eat bubble and squeak. We will make oh. and eat bubble and squeak. Wait, hold on, hold on. Okay. 
followers, I actually have 24. Nice. Oh, okay. Uh, so 124 followers. But I, uh, I have... have bubble and squeak. Is it really that bad of a dish to eat that we have to push it back by 30 No, followers? but it costs money to get the ingredients, and I just don't okay, want fair to enough. do that <laughs> unless we're making money off of this podcast. So. Sure <laughs> yeah. Also, also, I don't know if this is possible, but if you follow me on Roblox, can you send me Robux? Because I don't have any Robux. <laughs> I need Robux. Is this allowed? Uh... Is this allowed? Um... Yeah, well, I he's think not... this is allowed. <laughs> I, right. I, I don't know. Just send us uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you somehow still have tickets on Roblox, send them to Forever Kings. <laughs> Yo. Uh, yeah, oh, I mean... tickets. How, how much are Robux now? Expensive. 400 Robux are, is four ninety nine. <laughs> You can barely buy a single guys, hat with that kind of guys, Robux. Who, guys, let's invest in let's invo- invest in Robux. Yeah, hold on. Invest I'm in the Robux see, uh, economy. I'm gonna see. Okay, so the most amount of Robux you can buy in one like price range is ten thousand for one hundred dollars. Ooh. All so, right, kids, break out mom and dad's credit cards. Okay, that's a joke. That's a that's a joke. No, no, kids, I need don't $100, do please. No, kids, it's a joke. Um, $100, I don't uh, know You probably shouldn't be listening to this seas. podcast, but do it anyways. Um, what do you mean? This we've is a been, kid's show. Yeah, we've been marking this as child-friendly. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. It um, is. So, anyways, me? if you've enjoyed our podcast, uh, you can check out uh, Matthew at... Uh, yeah, you can check me out at uh, King of Broadway on YouTube. Um, which is my account where I'll be posting different musical-related things like Glee or, um, I don't know. Thomas, name a musical that you know. Now, SpongeBob the musical. <sighs> uh, Mitchell, name a musical that you know. Jersey Boys. Okay, I might talk about Jersey Boys. Into we'll the see. Woods. Into, Into the Woods. woods. There you go. Um, SpongeBob and... the musical. And, okay, thanks, Mitchell. Um, <laughs> Billy Elliot. But, okay. You Billy, need to do Billy, Billy Elliot soon. Yes. Since it's called uh, Brad Cosmo. So check check out King of Broadway. That's where you can find me. And uh, I guess also uh, check me out on Twitter. I'm on Twitter, I guess. Uh, let me let me see what my handle is because I I just changed it and I can't remember what it is. Uh, I don't post that often, but my handle is InSync Lover, but the lover, the the O in lover is a zero. <laughs> <laughs> so check out InSync Lover with a zero on Twitter. Uh, Mitchell, you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, I'd like to plug Forever Kings again. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually please. have any social media except Facebook. So yeah, please don't please don't find us on Facebook. We will not add you. Uh, I I guess I could say that I'm WT Riker on Locks. Uh, I don't I I don't have anything to plug right now. Uh, this what about your uh, Roblox? I'm not plugging my Roblox. <laughs> uh, 
Um, uh, I, I just have uh, Merry Christmas to say and a Happy New Year. And um, Happy Birthday to Kamala Harris. Yeah. <laughs> uh, happy uh, End of World War II. Glad we got that taken care of. Whew, yeah, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's good to wipe our hands and drink a nice cold one. Um, I'm glad we'll never have to employ any draft ever again. Agreed. Yep. No more yeah. war anytime soon. All peace yeah. from here on out. Oh, yeah. Oh. And uh, with that, all I have to say is uh, anyone who does not live here, out. The party is over. <laughs>